Hi, I'm Eden. I'm Sam. And I'm Taylor. And this is Ruby the Podcast. We are a community of young Gen Z women seeking answers to the hard questions and discovering what it means to cultivate our purpose. We believe you are here to live an extraordinary life filled with wonder and driven by intention. So join us as we interview powerful women just a few steps ahead to share their wisdom required for living an authentic and daring life. You'll be hearing from world-changing entrepreneurs, bold creatives, and industry experts. All to serve you up the highest inspiration and practical steps to embodying the fullest version of yourself. So take a breath. Settle in and get ready to discover who you're made to be. We are so grateful you're here. This conversation today kind of just blew my mind and I had an epiphany of just how incredible each life is and how we can decide what to do. <laughs> like, Eden, especially you, because you're a junior, we've been trying to think about college and just the future, and mm-hmm. what do you do? How do we do it? Why don't our counselors tell us? Like, all these things. But honestly, like, we can decide. We get yeah. to choose. And there's just been no... Like, we've been talking to these incredible women. There's no shame in doing something so different. There's no shame yeah. in choosing a different path than one people have gone down before you and I think Mm -hmm. it's so so amazing and so inspiring Mm -hmm. we got to feature Lindsay Blaze today on the podcast and you're about to hear our conversation coming up and she is a creative storyteller and she's got to Mm -hmm. travel the country and learn all these different things about telling others stories and appreciating your own and how to kind of defy these societal shoulds that are kind of placed on us and and create your own future so we'll see you on the other side welcome Lindsay. we're so excited to have you on here today to kick us off if you could just tell us a little bit about your story and about who you are and what you do and your whole life all the life details (laughs) i am really thankful to be here with both of you uh, thank you for having me. So uh, I'm currently living in Nashville, Tennessee. I am going to be 34 in April. And I grew up Christian schools, kindergarten through 12th grade, Christian college. Um, but I always had this like need for travel and adventure. And so um, that has taken me to 50 states and 28 countries. Um, I've mm-hmm. sat the sickest and the poorest of the poor. Um, just have had a lot of, of journey in, in the realm of story. Uh, and now, fast forward years later, I do that for a living. I tell stories. And so what that looks like in real time at this moment is um, I've, I've named myself a creative storyteller or mm-hmm. brand innovation. So it's not exactly marketing and it's not exactly branding, but it's how do you tell your story best to the audience that wants to hear it? Um, And with that, as you know, we now live in the age of social media. In telling the story the right way, I have an ability to help accounts grow, which is kind of the the unicorn thing, I guess, at the moment of the organic growth and, and that. But it's it's just been something that I've I found a niche in. Um, and I've it once again I even with the pandemic and all that's happened, 
I find myself in Calgary, Canada with an account like working remotely, but like, here's this. And then someone in Houston, Texas, and there's just been this theme of kind of being everywhere and, and experiencing adventure through my life. So that's kind of the best thing that I can offer at this, this point of, of where I am. Yeah. I like how you kind of made your own job title. I think it we mm-hmm. in Ruby, we sort of tried to figure out exactly what we were going to call each of our little jobs, <laughs> but it makes it more <laughs> like fitting to you, I feel like. And it makes it more fun, I think. But I, I totally agree with that. So you traveled to all 50 states. We saw we were looking at your website <laughs> before we came to talk to you. <laughs> um, but you were saying you got the chance to interview people on what they thought about love. Is that? Yeah. Uh, yes. So are you guys best friends? Is that- yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So um, my best friend and I had decided we're going to do three things in our life. We're going to have an epic adventure. We're going to own a business together and we're going to be roommates for a season. The first thing was let's go have an epic adventure leading into being roommates and owning a business. But we're like, we'll go, we'll go two weeks up I-95, which is East coast of America. And maybe we'll like capture some stuff about like what we're doing, who we're seeing. Maybe we can ask people some some about their story. Um, and then we're like, well, we both are really interested to know, like, what do people think about love? So we started in Jacksonville, Florida, which is the top, um, and never left Florida for two months, (laughs) (laughs) the place, uh, asking people what they believe is true about love. And it turned into all 50 States in 10 and a half months and 222 people telling their story. And, And we, when I tell you, we interviewed everybody from, policemen to doctors, to chefs, to old, to young, to Native Americans, Native Alaskans, Native Hawaiians. And it's just the common theme was people want to believe in love with everything that they have and not like necessarily the romance love, but just that love exists, that it can be offered, that it can be received. Um, but we, we did that for, for nearly a year and one of the most epic adventures, one of the hardest things I've ever done for sure. Just Uh it was a total faith journey on top of it. We didn't uh-huh. have this, you know, big bank account to do all these things, but God really showed up and provided. And when he calls you into things or when he asks you and you're obedient, that's his nature. Right. So I got to experience that. It was amazing. That's oh, crazy. It sounds, it sounds incredible. Thank you. Uh-huh. I like how you, you have the three things with your best friend. I think that's super that was like, it was cool it's like okay so like we know this and she's since been married um and just getting to journey through all of it but we we owned a business we we did a boutique um which is a pretty common thing to do in the little town we were living at the time of franklin tennessee but just a woman's boutique and we gave 10 percent back uh to better mankind in some way and then we we got to be roommates and we really committed some some things to each other as far as just what kind of the house rules were of how, how we wanted to create the environment of peace and like never be alone with a guy and we just we like really crushed it for that mm-hmm. it was a really special time I mean now our lives look like two completely different I mean we still come together but it's really interesting where we're both at different seasons um, and yet still share that experience and also just the love for life and love for people mm-hmm. Eden and I did a podcast episode a couple ago about our friendship also. And so I just think it's so cool to hear, Mm -hmm. um, even in the future, 
even when we're in different places, how to like maintain and how it can be maintained because it is real. Yeah. Well, and it it becomes like special in the way of, again, even if seasons look very different, like you could be in this country and share, you could be, you still get to come together over like what really matters, which you guys are establishing even now, I'm sure values and, and why, like the like heartbeat, the sisterhood, the kindred spirit. And so we'll go like a couple of weeks without talking or even seeing each other. But we, when we come back, you just pick right back up because it's, it's the foundational pieces there. And so just enjoy all of it because it is such a journey and so worth it to do with like your gal pal best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very special. So I'm pleased to hear that. But Eden, I want to hear what you were going to say. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to add on to what Sam was saying. We're just talking about how we're alike, but recognizing that we're also different and encouraging each other to take our own like pathway is just a really good thing and healthy thing for a friendship to not because you're, you're alike, but you're different and you're just celebrating each other in that way. I think it's it's hard sometimes when the friendships are kind of surface level and you guys are just like, we, we said before, like attached at the hip and <laughs> there's like nothing really exciting about it because you're the same exact person. And then it, I don't know, it's a, it's a balancing act. I feel like it is. And, and you guys are way ahead of schedule and figure. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's beautiful to see. And I think too, it lifts expectations when there is encouragement to, Hey, I see like, I see you, I see the the path set before you and I want that for you. And you can say the same to the other, but it, it just takes away expectation. And like you said, that word celebration, it allows mm. you to celebrate one another. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're trying to focus on today is what we're trying to focus on is this idea of the shoulds. Mm. And you've had obviously some amazing experiences and you get to now do this job and these things that no one's really ever heard of before. And so what exactly are the shoulds? And <laughs> how do they play a role? Oh my word. So I did grow up in the Northeast. You guys are in the North as well. So I, this, I've come to find out the South is obviously very different, different, went to mm-hmm. a Southern school, but growing up kind of Christian, I think it was, you know, you do your schooling, you get married and you like start pumping kids out. And <laughs> I mean, I am how many years older than you guys at this point? Like Sam's 16, I'm 17. So, so I'm 30. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 18 years. So I, I don't, I don't know what the encouragement is like for your generation, but that was what it was for us is you should become a wife and become a mom and, mm-hmm. you know, the family names and such. My parents were, my dad, especially very much like go out there go experience the world, go live it all. Um, I am your biggest fan and champion of that. And so I think I had a little bit more of that encouragement and that just thought, which is probably why a lot of my story played out the way that it did, but the shoulds are interesting in that as females, first of all, we have a role that no male can do, which is bring forth more life. I think when it comes to leadership and business, so much has changed, but there's always this assumption of roles, right? Based on gender. And so it's almost like you, you just should do what you're supposed to do, which is mm. get married and have kids. And that's probably the one I'm going to heavy on the most right now, because it's so not what has happened for me um, yet. And I think busting through that should 
there's a lot of moving parts to that, but, but for me, um, it's, it's come from a place of, am I worthy? Am I enough? Like all those things are coming up because I'm not doing what I should be mm-hmm. doing at this stage. And I live in the South and I went to college in the South and I mean, we, we joke, but everybody went to get their MRS degree, which is their Mrs. degree. They went to go move mm-hmm. to man. And so I am, we, I don't know, I've, I've often thought like, well, I'm totally rogue. I'm totally out there. I'm totally like not living necessarily to meet the guy, get married and have kids. And I want to live whatever story God has, but mm-hmm. that would probably be the biggest should that I can bring into the conversation um, as a very real life thing right. at the moment. Where do you think a lot of those shoulds are rooted in? Like, where do they come from? Is it just society or is it what people say or? Have they always been a thing? I, I mean, I think it, there is, again, we come back to expectation, again, that we fill a certain role. I think like as time progressed, things happened, innovations and experiments, like whatever we've come to, into knowledge for, I think that always can play a lot into the shoulds. But I also just think it's it's like what we put on each other, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's well, it's always gone this way, so it might as well keep going this way, right? So this mm-hmm. is it has been so just do this and we don't give room for being a creative even but like creativity requires room life requires space Mm -hmm. I was never self-awareness first of all was like not a thing growing up Taylor and I had a really cool chat just about you gals and and like that piece that there's you guys talk through this stuff like how are you feeling why are you feeling that where does that motivate you how so there's these conversations that was never a part of my growing up, never things I talked about with friends, never, Mm -hmm. Hey, I want you to go live your best life. And I am your biggest fan behind you. It was just kind of motions because it was always done this way. So it's why, right. But I do, I think it's, it, it, part of it is not necessarily knowing who God is fully just the relationship and the wonder that comes from like knowing him. Right. And, and really coming to understand like he makes anything possible so Mm -hmm. i I like that that part of it was just not even realizing like what's inside of me still trying to figure out like who i was and and all that but then it's really easy to listen to everybody else when you're not sure who you are so Mm -hmm. i think come also from ourselves because we haven't been encouraged enough to really identify our giftings our callings our hopes our dreams all that goes in together but I do think they come from somewhere within us too. Cause it's just, well, I might as well listen to everybody else. Cause they must know what they're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. How do you acknowledge or, and like realize when you're stepping, you're listening into these should mindsets? Yeah. The big thing for me has been like the beauty of a deep breath. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm surrounded down here by people my age who are like two plus children in, for instance, and married and have these beautiful lives. And it, it is that like, well, shouldn't, should I be like there at this age? Like, isn't that what, and I've just learned to like take a deep breath and then just realize like somebody else's story isn't my story. And just because it's played out for them that way doesn't mean it's supposed to, and honestly, like I want them to have the best story ever written but it's their story. Like it's not, it doesn't mm-hmm. mine. And so comparison, I think really pushes that should 
thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not far enough in my career. I'm not far enough in this or my education or, or whatever season of life you're in. But when you're comparing to look where they are. And I just think coming back to like, take a pause, take a minute, look around at all that you have and all that's happening, wherever the situation circumstances, like there's still so much to be thankful for. And I do think that thankfulness can pull you out of the shoulds. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful today for my breath. I'm grateful today that there are things set before me. I'm grateful today that God has stuff just for me. And then you're like, the rest of it, maybe it'll happen when it can or is the right time, but this is enough today. It's, it's the, all that to say, it's just being present. Mm-hmm. Just be right here right now. Cause this is all we have anyways. Yeah. You talked about connecting with your breath, which I mm-hmm. think is really a grounding point on all sorts of different levels, yeah. but are there other tools that you kind of use to connect with your authentic self and to ground you again and remember yeah. that what you're doing is your story and you're taking ownership of it and through yeah. all that. It's funny. I was outside talking to my neighbor last two nights last night last night um I have a dog and we were out running and she happened to be outside and she's 27 and she's just like I just feel like I should be like so many more places than I am I should be more fearless but I'm just like so not like I'm afraid to try because I'm afraid to fail and I just have to be Mm -hmm. okay and I'm like this is something that I've done that I think could be helpful go get a post-it pad just a square take the first top page and write down like something that you have always thought of a dream, something that you've had, write it down and stick it on the wall and then do it again for as many times as it takes to get everything that's locked inside of you out and into the world. Even if it's on a post-it note, make some sort of design on the wall. And every day when you wake up, like walk up to be like, I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Point those things and just start telling yourself, like, I'm, I'm coming for that, right? Like that stuff right there, that, that can be mine. Don't put a label on how it has to come or assume that, you know, how your story will go, but like, at least take everything that you have bottled up within your heart, within your mind, within your soul, and let it live in the world. Even if it's on a pink post-it note on your wall, but you see it, you know, it's, you're looking at it and you might not fully believe yet that it's possible, but at least, you know, it's there. And then like, imagine the day you just get to pull one of those down. It's like, what would, like, what could, what what would that do for you? You'd be like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh And the next one. And so that's just been a tool. that's very practical, very like you can implement that. Um, It can be in your closet and behind your closet door where nobody ever sees it, but you, Mm. but it's just the, like pull it out of yourself and and put, bring it into existence in a real time, real space place. Yeah. And then by doing that, you can see just openly how your dreams are also different from everyone else's. And then how your story is also different and how you don't have to do this. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. That's really good. It's kind of, it's kind of like the satisfaction of making a list and then crossing off a task it gives yeah. you like the physical, you're putting your body into the action of like finishing a goal. And I think that does something to your mind that is just, it mm-hmm. brings a different element into it. And it just, it brings another level of fulfillment. I think I've never heard of that before though, of putting, I think I like how you said putting it out into the world, mm-hmm. because if you have so many dreams and goals in your mind all the time, and it's never said, I mean, 
at least I might forget about it because I'm thinking about a million things at once. And then you're like, you just kind of lose track of the destination and where you want to be on your journey. And I think having those as a guiding point or as checkpoints are, are really good. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I agree. And it comes back to what I kind of feel about even as like a creative and you guys are creating, like, you know, it requires time. You know, we, we hopped on the call and you're we like, we've been doing this for a while today. <laughs> that's time and creating something, even if it's conversation, even if it's the exchange, like it does require space. And so why wouldn't everything inside of you also need a space? Why wouldn't mm. it all require time? So it's, it's, we, we will do it for everybody else. We won't do it for ourselves. <laughs> so that is another one of my checkpoint Charlie's is like, okay, you will believe huge for, you'll show up for everybody. You will do it all. You will encourage, but like, can you do that also for yourself? Do you believe for yourself? Do you think like, where are you? And so really coming back to that question of like, where am I? And then, I mean, we all know journaling is one of the most excellent things. Cause again, it just comes out, but a lot of times I'm like, okay, where are we at? Where am I at? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So. Do you still find yourself a lot like or just in your everyday life do you ever catch your catch yourself or find yourself thinking in the shoulds mindset or just like trying to live a different life than your own yeah all, I mean all the time I will say this your teens are really interesting as you finish high school and into college end of college you kind of there's this adulthood piece that suddenly like becomes very real because you know, you've completed your education. Um, Mid twenties are really fun, but you're kind of like all over the place and like, we can do anything. (laughs) The end of your twenties, you kind of have this like weird, what am I doing with my life for real? I'm a pro there's this whole thing about approaching 30 and then you hit your thirties and you kind of hit a stride and you're like, okay, I'm through all the mess. Like I I know what I love. I know what I bring to this world and I know that I want to give it. And so it's a both and for me with the shoulds, because there's a, there is a longing for like that, that life partner, that man that I believe one day will come. Cause when you see it around you all the time, right. I'm like, I just should be totally married right now. And I am not. Um, and then yet I look and I'm like, I wouldn't even have time for a guy if I tried right now. Like I am on a horse farm this morning and I'm here this afternoon. Like it's just, my life mm-hmm. is a whole different way. So it's, it's the both and, and it's the grace mm-hmm. for as well. Just grace for that. There's grace for this. And then it, acceptance, like, no, nah, that's exactly how it's meant to be right mm-hmm. now. And that comes with age and time and maturing and, and, experiences I think too mm-hmm. just you're not in control at all <laughs> mm-hmm. thinking of you said it in your teen years like it can be really interesting just mm-hmm. thinking about college decisions and how, when to take the next step where to take the next step I feel like there's a, a stigma with the shoulds around that as well and we've been talking about this with Taylor just about maybe college like it doesn't have to be the next thing or it doesn't you know, whatever's next, kind of defying that. I think it's, it's really hard though, to just take your own path, kind of how you were saying like rogue, you said rogue. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. But just straying from the normal, the normal journey. I think it takes a lot of strength. 
I guess in the question I would pose to you guys, and I, and I often would like probably ask myself or other friends as they're making decisions is like, what do you feel like you're going to miss if you waited a year? Cause it is the college moment coming up for you. Like, do you, do you feel like you'll be behind? Like, what's the motivation if there's worry or fear or something that comes up in thinking about this, if you did pause it for your, if it wasn't the next step, mm-hmm. what are you wrestling through inside of yourself? And what is it? Is it being compared to something? Is it just because it is what you should do is literally because like, like, I, I just like, what is life without education? Like (laughs) there's, there's many different things. Right. Yeah. Um, But I will tell you, my brother took a, a, a gap year in between high school and college. And he came out to YWAM, which is youth with a mission where I was. Mm -hmm. And I like, my brother was, it's a night and day difference of who he was in high school and college because Mm -hmm. of it in that year. Like Mm. the dude met Jesus in a way, again, we grew up with this stuff, but it was just so a part of life. You didn't, you don't, he, I like watched him just become a man in that year. And he was so far ahead in so many ways. So I say all that to say as a big sister and someone who, who got to experience firsthand someone they love deeply do that pause it's not Mm. it actually works out pretty cool and it was like well now all my friends have gone off and what am I and yet like Harry is living in Cambodia like Mm. in in Laos and in Vietnam and just like having this adventure and he did opt out when it was done to go back to school but like it was he'd never exchange it for anything. And I think being, if I had been given that opportunity or that thought of like, it'd be okay if you wanted to just do something else for a minute, I would have chosen it too, because you don't have to know everything right now. And you don't know what you don't know. Right. And then when you go out and you explore and you see what makes you come alive, that's where you can then more of your decisions. I say all of that to, to say, you're asking every right question. And it's, it's okay if it doesn't look the way it should. Living a life out of the shoulds and just like having the courage to take that different path. What does it look like and what does it take? (laughs) (laughs) Great, great, great question. Well, faith first and foremost, above all. My thing once I really came into like knowing God is like, it, it happened under an African night sky and it's the kind of stars where you look to your left on the ground and there's stars and then you like sweep over and there's the whole milky way and you look to your right and there's stars it's just expanse and huge and you're like i'm so small but i'm a part of something that god is doing in that moment i was like if if god like put me on the earth in the midst of all of this i don't know how i'm here like these things but <laughs> like if why wouldn't i want to ask him what my life is about like what, what, what he's created me for, what he, like, why wouldn't I want to know if he like went this, this far to put me in the midst of all of these stars in Africa, in the bush eating goat, like why, why wouldn't I mm-hmm. know? And so I, it, it, it has to start with that. Cause you, I mean, you can go try a hundred other things and you will always come back because there's nothing else. There's nobody else who can see your yesterday, your today, and your tomorrow. There's nobody else that like holds your past so that your opportunity and your and for your future is, is available. And so it it starts there. And I do think too, 
God put us on the earth, each of us. And said, I'm going to put inside of this one, this thing, and I'm going to put inside of her, this and this. And like, he so made it intricate and identified to each of us that he wants you to use all of your gifts in your lifetime. Why else would he give you what he's given you? And so it's just that, like, I'm going to go seek this thing out with him. And Mm -hmm. It is once you see it, let's say it's the post-its, you do see that you want to go to every country, or let's say you do want to go to to do this specific kind of mission work or this, you want to create this thing. He'll create the way because it's something he's put inside of you that belongs in this time in the earth for such a time as this. So that's, there's not, there's really no other answer other than like, get your faith on. You go, go try other things, but I'm telling you, it's a waste of time. <laughs> Just come, back, come back, keep the main thing, the right thing, which is him. And he won't take you anywhere that like you wouldn't want to go. Right. That reminds me of the symbol of an oak seed. And my uncle gave this to me and it's wherever the seed is planted, it's still going to become what it was made to be in the end. And it's going to endure the rain and the storm and the wind but it will still be this beautiful oak tree, no matter where it was planted. And what you're saying just reminds me of that, because even though we don't know what the path's going to look like, we're still going to become like who God has us on the earth to be. And we're going to endure the hardship and everything that comes our way. But it's still, you're still always going to have that core, um, like purpose, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's good. I'm learning something too. <laughs> <laughs> What would you tell your 16-year-old self if she could see everything you've done and just where you are today? Wow, like an emotional. Sorry. I would tell her it's going to be better than you could ever imagine. Don't be afraid of the storms that come because they will pass. Keep your heart super big and open because there is like enough love in you to love well. But like, you're going to have a blast. You're going to love it all. Even the hard stuff, you're going to love it all. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. That's one of our favorite questions Mm -hmm. to ask because everyone has such a different answer and hearing wisdom at the age we're at is, is really cool. I think. Great question, you guys. Well, this has been absolutely amazing just hearing all the things you've done and the people that you've inspired and been inspired by. Where can our listeners find you? (laughs) (laughs) On Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, if you're already doing that. (laughs) My name is Lindsay Blaze. I have my original handle, which is crazy. It's hard to come by these days. But yeah, you can find me there. And I love dms and i love to chat through that theme so anything that i can help with or be a part of i always enjoy that love it well thank you so much thank you she had such just a peaceful energy Mm. and just made me feel really calm Mm -hmm. but she still she was like inspirational while being calm which was fun i don't know yeah, I agree. I think she was talking about like these world changing things, but it in the most like beautiful way where I just wanted to like I was telling Eden, I just want to like go and do something incredible now. Like I just 
I don't know. It's just so amazing. Especially, I loved how she was talking out with her best friend. They're like, we have these three things that we want to do, and we just want to have an epic adventure, have mm-hmm. a, this, and do this. I just think that's so cute. And also, epic adventure just sounds so amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah Those yeah. words, even. Yeah, I love how she kept saying adventure, actually, because that word in itself just comes with so many different we're talking about different pathways but Mm -hmm. it really does have so many different meanings for different people like you could take an adventure to the farmer's market or an adventure across the world or Mm -hmm. an adventure doing whatever I mean it's kind of just you the definition is it comes to you as you're living it out Mm -hmm. um which is really cool yeah talking about how everyone has a different story and because of that there shouldn't be shoulds I mean if that makes sense like we this society says you know like you should do this or um, you should do that I mean we talk about this all the time how their standards are not we're not able to live up to society standards because they're not created for every person right they're created for a certain type of person and so understanding that my story is also incredible and I don't have to go get my PhD. I don't have to. I mean, it's amazing if you do. Like, everyone has a different story, so there are no shoulds because everyone is doing something different Mm -hmm. and something extraordinary. Yeah, she said someone else's story is not my story, Mm. which I think is basically that idea, but just, again, going back to the celebrating thing, just celebrating the different paths that people choose to take. One other thing she said was how life requires space, Mm -hmm. and it's Again, going back to that idea of the box, like, it's it's never going to be this cookie-cutter path of, of future. I mean, it's it's always going to be evolving and changing with you. And space, you know, just to, to change and grow and make things the way you want them and or the way that God wants them. And I agree. The space thing especially actually was so beautiful because she was saying, I mean, everything in life requires space, every physical thing, but also your desires and your your dreams and so when she was talking about putting them in the sticky notes which yeah I think I'm going to do I think it sounds amazing but she said you need to let them out of you because they require a space and yeah 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 yeah. thinking yeah. like yeah. that just giving things allowing things to be and to not be non-existent if I think it's so pretty pretty I think it's beautiful and it's so just impactful to think that way because then mm-hmm. you are living the life, this life specifically that you were made for. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm coming for that mm-hmm. with the sticky note. And again, it it's going back to that guideline, you know, it's something to work towards and then completing them and seeing how far you've come and just having that satisfaction of understanding that you really did just do what you did and, and it's, part of your story and meant to be part of your story and mm-hmm. and the way that she because she's seen all of that and understands all of that now for a like a living she helps people tell their stories in the best way possible so I mean what better way to harness your your talents and your knowledge and that I think that's so beautiful hey hey everybody it is big sis Tay here and I am coming from the ocean today. Isn't that so awesome? Who remembers uh, traveling? I I didn't. It felt 
so nice to be able to safely, of course, get on a plane and be able to arrive at my destination and be by a beach. So I am coming to you with much gratitude today. I wanted to do today something a little differently than I usually do for my big Siste moment, which is answering questions from our community. And instead, just share with you all a thought that I have been really carrying in myself and really longing to share with all of you. So here it is. I want you to remember your your humanness your humanness and I say that from a place that I think a lot of us oftentimes the expectations that we set for ourselves though they come from a really beautiful place of wanting to be better wanting to be the best versions of ourselves wanting to show up for the people in our lives with greatness I think sometimes We can forget that we are human, that we are not robots programmed to do everything perfect all of the time. We are humans that are able to make mistakes. We are allowed to feel tired. We are allowed to need rest. So many of you, I know it's been such a wild year with school with the shutdowns, having way too much quality time with our families, that it can feel like a lot. And I just want to give you permission that it's okay if it feels like a lot. It's okay that if you, f- you feel like that you're not showing up to your days as full and bright and happy as maybe you want to, because you are human. And every motion that you have, it belongs. You can feel joy and you can feel disappointment at the same time. You can feel really excited about your work and what you're doing, but also feel really nervous about it. It all belongs because you are a human. Thank you so, so much for joining us today for this incredible conversation. We'd love it if you could screenshot the episode and share your favorite part to your story and tag us and also rate and review us on iTunes. Also, don't miss our website, theruby.community. And this episode was created by Taylor Kanagowski, our CEO, edited by Kat Smith, a.k.a. Aunt Sass, and all music created originally by Ethan McCullough. We just wanted to remind you one more time to not be afraid to dream because your adventure is your own. Stay Ruby. Stay Ruby.